The LinkedIn Podcast Network is sponsored by TIAA. TIAA makes you a retirement promise, a promise of a guaranteed retirement paycheck for life. Learn more at TIAA.org backslash promises pay off. LinkedIn presents. Welcome to the Brown Table Talk. I am DC Marshall, founder and CEO of Diverse and Engage, and a Wall Street alum, top WBE CEO, and most recently, 2022, LinkedIn top voice for racial equity, or one of several. And I am here with my friend and my co host, Mita. Hey there, Mita. Hey there, Dee. I'm Mita Malik. I'm a business leader. I'm a diversity, equity, and inclusion executive. And most importantly, I'm a working mother. And she's very humble. She contributes to Harvard Business Review, and she contributes to all of the major business pubs. And she's an executive, a wonderful, a wonderful friend, and a champion, might I add, Well, she did say that, a champion of dimensions of diversity. But if you have been following our show from season one, or even if you've just tuned in, you know that Mita and I started Brown Table Talk as a place to spill the tea on the hard truths women of color face in the workplace from my perspective as a Black woman and for Mita her view as a South Asian woman. And at our table, we unpack it all. We don't leave any juicy details out, but then we provide you with tips you need on not how to survive, but how to thrive in organizations. And so now, before we get to the show, so here's something that you may or may not know about uh, Mita. Mita tracks everything in terms of dimensions of diversity, people of color, marketing, and so on and so forth. And because she and I have earned and worked hard for this platform, we really want to lift up as many women of color as possible, including founders. And so who do you want to shout out today, Mita? Okay, D. Who I want to shout out today is Black Girl Sunscreen. Let's give it up for founder Shantae, who started Black Girl Sunscreen. And I know there are people listening who think this is a paid advertisement. It is not. D and I are on a mission to lift as many women of color as possible, particularly women of color who are founders, where we can write checks and support each other. And so Black Girl Sunscreen doesn't know we're shouting them out, but why do I love them? Because D, I'm done being Casper the Friendly Ghost, the white (laughs) cast. How many years did I wear sunscreen that didn't blend in to my dark skin? And I showed up to the beach and outside with as Casper. And so then I discover Black Girl Sunscreen. It is amazing because it's an SPF 30. They have a whole line of products. I use the 30. It blends in just easily and beautifully into my brown skin. So please go check out Black Girl Sunscreen. I love this. I love this. It's just so spot on that we naturally support and then we could naturally give voice and amplify. So Love it, love it, love it. All right, so what are we talking about on today's show? Oh, it's one of your favorite topics, Dee. I can't wait. It is. How to stop giving your ideas away for free. 
Free is canceled. Free is canceled. Free is canceled. Okay, the podcast is over. Free is canceled. We're done. We're done. No, but you all know this. This is our podcast. But Anne, D and I are constantly, now you know, screenshotting emails, texting each other, sending each other images of different things that we're receiving and just trying to decipher what do we do because this is why we started it. You all need a D and Mita in your life. We've got each other. We want to be there for you. So we want to talk about this topic going to share some stories and of course, leave some tips at the end. Yeah. So, you know, I just feel like there's so many places we could go with this. Well, Dee, I'm going to share a story that's your story. How about that? I'm going to flip the script. Okay. Dee sent me, forwarded me an email a while ago. It's like like the bat signal. There's nothing needed. She just forwards it. I forward it. We know. We don't have to write anything. So a very large research think tank institute they reach out to DC Marshall and say, Hi, D. We are doing a really big annual DEI trends in the workplace mm-hmm. report. We would love your insights and guidance. We would ask to yep. interview you for an hour. And oh, by the way, we won't attribute your name in the report or give you any credit, but we'd love your ideas. And it's just like we actually never talked to you, but we just dumped everything out of your brain and put it in the report. And so Dee sent that to me. That was buried at the end. And I was like, absolutely freaking not. No No way, (laughs) no how. And we forgot to do this because we're just a little busy. But we were actually thinking about writing them a note back to explain to them, as we try to do with allies, where the miss was there. You remember this, right, Dee? Yes, I do. And you know what? So I I just, I so appreciate you, friend, because you're right. I can, when I get these things in and I just like, I'm either in awe or not quite sure how to respond. I'm processing my own emotions. I flip it over to you. No, and no other, no, no explanation whatsoever. And I loved your response. It was immediate. No, it's an immediate. No, no. Pick somebody else. Pick somebody else. But that's why we need each other. And that's why I love that we do this show and we can share. So sometimes I don't know how I feel about things. Like, wait, this is not good. It's wrong. But I appreciate you because you are an executive. You have been an executive at a Fortune 500, Fortune 100, Fortune 10, understanding the dynamics here and really helping me to process where there's an opportunity. Is it an opportunity? Because sometimes right? As a woman of color, as a black woman, you're thinking about, well, but wait, is there an opportunity here? Yes, Am I right. missing something? And you need another lens. So I, I loved that experience. Now you're right. We didn't have time to go back. I think back and forth. I think I did send one email, but I didn't have time to follow up. But you know what upsets me? Because this is the trap. Let's talk about the trap. This is a very big brand name. If I said it, you would know it, so I'm not going to say it. And so for them to say, knowing that you are the founder and CEO of Diverse and Engaged, you do this for a living, you're constantly coaching, consulting, you know what the trends are. Why are you going to give them away for free? Here's the flip. So listen up, allies. If you reached out to Dee and said, I'd love to feature you in our report. I would love to attribute Mm -hmm. the quotes to you. I would love to highlight the work you're doing. That is very different. But the fact that they want to, and this is not the first time, I'm getting a lot of these requests too. And I'm like, why? Why do you want my ideas, my free work, and you're going to stick it in a report and not give me credit? D, so I have another story. 
Well, wait, is it the story that I, I just sent you an email of somebody reached out to me? Oh, another right? one? Whom I think we, we, yeah, well, we respect as uh, from afar, but I think they reached out to me to get to you. I remember that too. But there's so many. That's another example of people are like, hey, I'm writing a report. I'm writing a piece. I want some ideas. And then it's like, I've had a few of those where I'm like, well, you never quoted me or you never actually came back or attributed me. So I just watch for that. This one I want to yeah. talk to you about because you, I know you're going to have some good advice. This one is like the pick your brain for free, right? The pick your brain for free. Okay. So here's my story. A few years ago, a white woman that I went to graduate school reaches out to me. We were not friends, D. I don't think she ever made eye contact with me. I was surprised oh she knew my name. She reached out to me a few years ago, asked me, if I would spend time with her to give her advice, DE&I advice on her product, okay, for an hour and give her advice. What does that sound like to you? That sounds like free consulting. So I wrote back and I said, because I've been smarter. Free is canceled. Free is canceled. Free is canceled. And I come from this, I from come from the school of DC Marshall, DC Marshall. So I was like, what's the compensation you're providing? No. That, is that what you said? I did. I wrote back. In the email? Shut up. I'm so proud of you. Because I was like, so are you compensating the conversation? Do you know what she wrote me back? What'd she say? It was like a tirade. Well, I thought, because we went to the same school together, and because no. we're alumni, that you would grant me this opportunity to talk to you because we're from the same school. And it went, I don't have that kind of money. And I'm like, what? Or I don't have money or whatever. And sidebar, I just want to let you know that I don't talk about this publicly, but when I do get compensated, I do support a nonprofit in Jersey City, Women Rising. That's important to me. My friend Sonali nice. is on the board. So let me get this straight. Let me get this straight. How she, what she should have said is I'd be happy to compensate you and or make a donation to the charity of choice. So now I'm going to do a little plug for you. So, right, you do not do this work. You're an executive at a, a high-level executive at a fintech. And so you don't offer consulting, but if somebody wants to, they can make a chat. That's the appropriate ask. Yes. I follow. I'd love to have time not to pick your brain, but for some strategic insight, strategic perspective, some strategic advice. And I'd be happy to compensate you. Because I'm going to say it again. Yeah, I got a full time job. So if you want consulting help, go to DC Marshall, not me. Right. But if you want my time, I am going to honor it. I'm going to ask for an honorarium. I'm going to have it donated. But you know what upset me about this conversation, D? It was almost like the gaslighting. I felt bad. This is what also happens. You say free is canceled, uh -huh. but then as when women of color, we speak up and we say, I'm not giving you this for free. I want to know, right. is there compensation? Is there a donation? Is there a barter? Is right. there something? Right? Yeah. Then she's like, I can't believe you're asking for money. I can't believe you're asking for compensation. And this is happening a lot. People are, I, I'm hearing about this a lot, this whole pick my brain for free. And I actually, a while ago, wrote something about it. And I got a lot of backlash. People being oh like, well, gosh. you should just be. So let me ask you this, because this is really interesting. I had, I would say some white women, I would say mix of individuals. People are like, you should be helping people. Why are you upset that they want to pick your brain? Who said that? Who says that? The W. Well, there was some oh. W, there was a mix, but I, I can particularly remember some white women saying this on a social media post. Like you should be like, because my whole premise was okay, like, stop, stop asking right me. Stop right there. Stop right there. 
I'm sorry, I got I got caught up in there's a famous journalist and he doesn't he doesn't let people lie and carry on. So he always says he interrupts, he'll say, stop right there. So let's stop right there at you should be. Okay, okay, let's just make a note, everybody. It is inappropriate to tell other people what they should feel mm-hmm. when what they should do, particularly people of color and people of diverse dimensions how we should feel, what we should do. It's inappropriate. It feels, for me, I'm going to say as a Black woman, it feels more, and I know this will be, somebody's going to be like, why does she always have to be so extreme? Master. It, it just feels like 16, 19 for me, right? How is. I should feel. Because no, as a Black woman, Black people, we weren't allowed uh, so much. You know, we were under the direction and the guidance of a, a master, someone who owned and sold and monetized uh, mm-hmm. Right, made mm-hmm. made their living yes. and their wealth off of us. So when we are told how we should feel, so I'm sorry. Go back, Mita. Go back. Go back. No, I love this. I love what you're saying because what I wanted to ask you from the allies' perspective, it is again people saying, "Well, people ask me for my time and to pick my brain. What's the big deal?" So, like, how do you respond to that? Because I feel like when I bring it up, it's almost like I'm dismissed or minimized. Just in that example, right? And so it's like, let me just say this. I don't know what the experience of white men are when they ask to be compensated or they're like, why are you asking for free? I only know about my experience as a brown woman and what you and other friends who are women of color tell me. But I can't help but think and know that there's a dynamic at play here. The LinkedIn Podcast Network is sponsored by TIAA. In the last 100 years, we've seen financial markets swing, new currencies come and go, decades of savings lost in days, all showing that a retirement plan without a guarantee, quite simply, isn't enough. So more than a retirement plan, TIAA makes you a retirement promise, a promise of a guaranteed retirement paycheck for life, a promise that pays off. Learn more at TIAA.org backslash promises pay off. Hi, I'm Tomer Korn, LinkedIn's Chief Product Officer. On my podcast, Building One, we dive deep into what it takes to build great products. Recently, we had Zach Perret, the CEO of Plaid, and he shared about his struggles building a financial app for consumers and how he was able to turn it all around with a critical pivot. Take a listen. I personally couldn't resonate as much with the consumer set that we were trying to reach. I just didn't have that level of empathy. When we made the shift to building a B2B product though, I was building the product that I wanted. My co-founder and I were creating the product that we wanted ourselves, and we had so much empathy for what that product was. Such a great insight. You know, in that sense, we got lucky because we were were creating a thing for ourselves. And then the people that we were talking to also had the same problems we did. They were fintech developers. We'd been a fintech developer. uh, We'd been trying to build a fintech product for a year. and so. We had such deep empathy. We had such a clear ability to... If you want to hear more of Zach Perret's story and the lessons that follow, listen and subscribe to my podcast, Building One. I think the response is, you know, our experience is different. So, you know, if somebody's asking, you know, I like to refresh and remind folks, you know, women in this country are paid, and I just quote the numbers, women in general, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, 62 cents, Black women, even Asian women. In fact, Asian women are actually higher than white women. But I'd like to start there and also undervalued for our contributions. And so, you know, this ask or this request 
you know, I just have to think about it from that vantage point. So I think always framing in the undervaluing of women in general and women of color in particular. So, right, there's the devaluing or undervaluing and and then women of color having to fight and prove and, and do a lot more. So this ask just feels uncomfortable for me. So I think framing it in that perspective or from that perspective is a way to manage. And I think for everybody listening, you know, don't put the burden on us to respond. Just don't ask. Know that women are underpaid and undervalued, not recognized. And so let's just put out the memo that free is canceled. It's, it's, It's an inappropriate ask. Um, so we could have a conversation about not equality, but equity. And so equitable, right, share of being recognized Absolutely. for our work, being amplified for our values. So, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know if that's helpful, but that's kind of where I come from. No, it is helpful. And I will tell you, you know what's hurtful? Because I try to do my best to live a life of purpose and give back and pay it forward. And that's what we're doing with this podcast. And so someone says to me, oh, you don't have time. You should be paying it forward. And I'm like, huh? I don't even know you. I don't even know you. You ignored me in graduate school. So it is very different as we do at the Brown Table Talk podcast. We're constantly ideating, brainstorming, unpacking issues. I know D. D's my, as D would say, friend from the third grade. So anytime D calls and asks me, we have a relationship. So I'm not like, D's trying to pick my brain for free. So the context matters, allies. Yeah. I have many allies in my life. You're going to call me and you need something, you need help. I got you. I'll help you. Right. But if I don't know you very well, or you think you know me, and then you're offended that I'm not going to give my time away for free and my ideas away for free. Level set. I think there's a learning to ask how this might be mutually beneficial. Yes. Like I'd be happy to have a conversation about a mutual beneficial, perhaps future opportunity, but not in the moment, not right now. Like this is not a priority for me. And so then you give a little bit of space, but I think that's also another angle or another lens in terms of the framing. How might this benefit me? If I'm asking you, if we went to college, I am a white male, white cisgender, female, you know, and I'm asking, perhaps I should think about how this would benefit you and not just how it benefits me. And I think that's the that's the anchoring. So this is really important, Dee, because for allies, what we want you to know is if we respond saying, how is this mutually beneficial? We want to understand the compensation structure or thanks for thinking of me. It's a really busy time right now. I can't do this with you. Please respect Please respect yes. and understand what we are saying and don't dismiss or gaslight or make us feel bad about drawing boundaries and saying free is canceled. That's the other missing piece for me. The other thing, D, I just want to say is if I call my doctor, my accountant, my lawyer, are they giving services away for free? I don't think so. I don't think in any profession people are going to give you 30-minute for free? I, I don't, do you? Uh, my, that's not no. my doctor, accountant, lawyer, no. insert profession. And you have to understand that many people like D, badass, CEO, founder, is running a business. Yeah. She can't give ideas away for free. This is her livelihood. This is what she gets paid to do. And so I think even yeah. understanding yeah. the context, or for me, a busy corporate executive with two young kids, 
I have to be choiceful about how I spend my time. And so when you're going to ask me for things, I'm not doing it for free, whatever that looks like, whatever the compensation looks like. Yeah. I love it. I love it. So now I feel like, you know, this is me with my coaching hat on for many years before I grew or scaled the company Diverse and Engaged. You know, I did quite a bit of executive coaching. We're ICF certified and we're certified in all of the major, major tools. So I was always a big, I'm going to say, advocate champion of women of color writing their book downloading your IP, downloading your ism. So whatever are the meta isms, whatever is your thought leadership, your framing, your language to download it so that people can't steal your value, you know, or steal your stuff. And actually, Mita, remember, we've talked about this and you started writing on LinkedIn and you have become a whole brand, a whole movement. If you sneeze on LinkedIn, actually, I noticed this the other day, if you sneeze, you're going to have 5,000 likes. <laughs> if, you, oh, if you cough you are on t- LinkedIn, People are like hanging on to your every word. And I think it's so powerful as an executive sidebar. I did a training two weeks ago at a pharma company in New Jersey, and we talked about branding for executives. And I use you in my presentation. I also use another one of my friends. I do. I use another guy over at HP just to show executives and professionals that branding is necessary. So, but I, I we should probably come back on another show yes. and talk about that. Listen. But I think that fits in with our topic today as we begin to wrap up and it is so necessary, right? How to stop giving your ideas away for free. This is all wrapped up in downloading and, and producing a product or your content, wrapping it up and packaging it in some form and how you build a brand as a result of that. Yes, my name is DC Marshall, diverseandengage.com, okay? She was my coach. I'm the client who she can't get rid of. And what I would say, (laughs) Dee, is you coached me on this, right? So you said, start documenting your ideas. So let me give you an example. We talked about this. I said, it's not the great resignation. It's the great awakening. And you said, don't say that to anybody else. Write it down. And so I wrote an article for Fast Company. So it's not to say that that's nobody else has thought of that. There's the great reshuffle. There's the great reset. I get it. But Dee's coaching to me was, be careful who you share that with. You just don't know. You share it with me. Think about a way you could put it out into the universe. So there could be other people who have said the great awakening. I'm sure there are. But now I am one of the voices who I have the credit for it in Fast Company. So that's something else I want to leave you all with is that if you have great ideas, as Dee has taught me, think about ways to document them. It doesn't have to be in Fast Company. It could be in social media. It could be an article you publish through the LinkedIn feature. It could be something that you do at work, right? We have another episode where we talk about this really in the workplace, but it could be something that you do at work that you document that it was Mm -hmm. your idea, Versus the Slack or the text, listen up. The deck, the word doc, memorialize it. And then talk about it. And then talk about it immediately because somebody is going to take it. This is so This is so good, Dee. Can I come back as your client? I don't think you'll rehire me, but. (laughs) No, Ken, you are, listen. Rehire, see? Let's just the flip on that. Coaches can say no. 
This is true, but you know what? But I think I really want to do some circles, like coaching circles for professional women. Because by the way, I'm getting a lot of people in my DMs now about coaching. And, you know, we've talked about this. A few folks have brought us into their organization to do the fireside chats. Yes. We're also, if anyone wants to have us come in to really do deep dives on the Brown Table Talk episodes, we're, we're here for that too. And so now we're going to go to the tips, but you know, I do want to have this last thought before we give you all the tips. You know, that research firm who reached out, what I realize is some of this is intentional business models that were designed in such a way that they are not inclusive. They are not intended. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's a flag on the field for leveraging, using other people's IP to build Um, or to benefit one. But what I was thinking is, if I had the time, I'd go back to that research firm and say, you know what, I'd be open to a conversation about how Diverse and Engage might be able to help you rethink how you do what you do in a way that is fair, equitable, and so on Mm -hmm. and so forth. So that was my thought. But let's get to these tips. And uh, so Mita, why don't you kick us off for our top three tips for today's show, uh, Brown Table Talk. I'm going to do one and two and then let you drop the mic, D. All right. Number one, allies. You heard this here. Don't ask for free advice, free work, free help, free pick your brain sessions. Unless you know the person well, context matters. And if you are going to approach someone you don't know well, what is in it for them and what is the compensation structure? Number two, Dee won't say this, I will, because she is a CEO and a founder of her own company. For suppliers and vendors you are hiring, corporate leaders, pay people fairly and equitably. Pay people for their work. We talk about this in another episode, right? Mm -hmm. Don't ask people for free work, especially suppliers and vendors, and not pay them. All right, Dee, close this out. And finally... Number three in all of this, you've heard me say it before, free is canceled. That's number three. Free is canceled. Say no and don't do it. And be okay knowing that there is a pay gap here in these United States and we are fighting for equal pay. We are also fighting for um, equity, not equality, but equity in a lot of ways. And so there are our tips for today. Mita, close us out. Yes. If you're looking for more tips, diverseandengage.com. I'm going to say it. Go see and visit my friend DC Marshall and her team. And thank you so much. I can't believe the episode's over. We love our community. Thank you for being here with us at Brown Table Talk. If you liked the podcast, this episode, please share it with women of color in your life. We're all about creating community and conversation. And please share it with an ally who's looking to be better and do better. And that's all for now. See you next time. Side effects of listening to Brown Table Talk may include allies unleashed, getting paid more, and a dose of badassery all the way around. More at www.browntabletalkpodcast.com.